0: hello world this is the brother to brother show i'm your host k-mo thank you for taking this journey with us with real men real problems real solutions let's go all right listeners thank you again for choosing the brother to brother show we are back again um we are doing a, I guess, fourth fourth segment to something. Yeah. Uh, one of our um, conversation that we had the other day, um, and we have one new guest and one of our uh, recurring guests, uh, Casey. Thank you for being here. What's up, y'all? And then we have MJ, who's one of our uh, female um, um, hosts for this for this evening, and the conversation that we had before, we had a series about it. Is marriage still an option? And this is kind of a, um, a segue from it, but it's definitely uh, kind of ties in. So the alpha woman meets the alpha male. Can traditional relationships work with these two people? Right. So the first thing I want us to do, MJ, I want you to talk about, you know, alpha women. And just give us an example of what you think an alpha woman is and what that looks like in society, your friends. Okay. And, it, and, and as you do that, MJ, um, put, as you do that, MJ, can you also kind of tell a little bit about yourself, too? Like, you know, which maybe not which, you know, going too deep, but, you know, who you are. And, just like a little bit of background. Of yeah. Why, why I am the way I am. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Go ahead. So, um, so
1: basically, I to classify myself as um, maybe a... Um, I guess I'm trying to evolve away from being apathy female, but I guess in essence, I would define myself as an alpha uh by definition, um, meaning that I'm, you know, solely um, independent. Um, and in essence, um, you know, I mean, I guess you could say I'm definitely ambitious, um, very clear, strong-willed, strong-minded. strong-minded um and um basically I would consider myself to be in a state where I am um I guess trying to balance coming um from or being raised from an alpha male and then what I would deem is um somewhat of a submissive mother um and trying and taking on both their traits. Um but probably more so of my father's trip um to a certain degree and um but also obviously being attracted to alpha males um because most women are um drawn to men like their fathers and so um really just um you know it being brought to my attention um as of the last couple of years that um it's not maybe as
0: attracted for um an alpha male um to be with an alpha female well Um, well let's 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 take a step back from that real quick right and so really really kind of dive in even what you've heard like maybe you just kind of you said you over the last couple years you kind of found that out but there are a lot of women who embrace who embrace being an alpha female like there's nothing wrong with that and i don't want our listeners feel like it is anything wrong with that but kind of really talk about this before you get in kind of like how you were raised like uh-huh. for for yourself and what you've heard about being alpha female like really talk about what that looks like you know you said independence you said you you had a job you know uh you say something about strong will or whatever like uh-huh. what what do you feel what you know what are the what are the traits do you feel like alpha alpha females kind of possess male by definition mirror alpha male just the
1: female version of it um so you know i guess you know as far as you know being independent being strong-willed being dominant in a relationship i think that's probably one of the more key traits um that um anybody with the term alpha in my definition is described as um and so you know, it being brought to my attention, um, as I mentioned a few years ago by alpha male, I was dating at the time, um, and how just both of having a dominant presence was not healthy for the relationship. Um, and then also having an alpha male father, um, bringing it to my attention as well that, um, it's not um, ideal for a successful relationship, right? To people that have been constantly struggling over who um, will have some level of control of the
0: relationship. Okay, so let me let me take that uh, now, KC, and I to kind of like talk about, I guess, our view on what
2: alpha males kind of look like. You want to take that on, KC? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was going to start with a question, so. So when you have an alpha female and an alpha male in a relationship,
1: um, not relationships yet, but okay. It, but, but what
2: are some things that what, what are some things that an alpha female needs to give up or would would is recommended to give up in order to to kind of work or be compatible with an alpha male? Because I think that could be Part of the identification of what an alpha male is, because when I think of an alpha male, Mm -hmm. it, you know, it's it 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 centers around control. It centers around, um, you know, also being kind of that the provider, but also, you know, the only voice. And so are there some things that as an alpha female that you feel like you have to give up in order to be with an alpha male?
0: I think he poses a question.
2: Yeah, but hold on. Hold on. Hold on one second, because
0: we are because that's the challenge. We want to get into that yet. Um, So as an alpha male, like, yeah, we're going to wait on that one. So we talk about the examples of an alpha male. Right. It's definitely kind of like you said, mirror some of those things that you mentioned, Um, MJ. So when I think about that, I think of, you know, leadership, not saying that you can't be a leader and you're not, you know, but strong leaders, um, dominance. and it could be negative things, too, that, that sound like they're negative. Controlling. Do um, you think you know everything? <laughs> you know, you can't be told X, Y, and Z. Right. These are just things I've heard in society that, you know, other people have said about alpha males. And I've actually heard alpha females say the same things. And so that doesn't mean this is true. Right. Quick, right?
2: quick to take charge and yeah. respond
0: to them. Yeah. Quick to take <laughs> charge, not allow other people to talk, uh, demanding the room at times. Um, maybe demanding it too much. Right. So um uh, those are negatives and also, you know, ways of looking at it or negative things to some people who aren't al- who are alpha males. Um, and that I usually hear that um kind of portray those two as an alpha.
2: Yeah, because the alpha male can actually, I mean, you could be the life of the party. It doesn't mean you have to always be this obnoxious, right, rude dude. You could be somebody that everybody likes. Yeah. And and have that charisma and just command the room but you you technically are dominating
0: right yeah um and i definitely give an example right i can definitely speak on that i went from uh we did a retreat at my at one of my jobs and i had done some of the obstacle courses prior to going to this retreat with my new new job and so i was actually thinking that i was really helping some of my teammates by helping them get through and saying, hey, this is what we can do, guys. And I was taking the charge and saying this stuff. And my supervisor said, you have to allow people to get, you know, work through it. Right. And I was really offended because I'm like, this is a task we can do if you just pay attention. Um, so it's just different things that you have to kind of like really understand about yourself. You know, right. while, if you are have an alpha personality to tone down so that. You do your your voice isn't completely taking over certain situations. Right. Would you uh, you have any examples like that, um, MJ? Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Right, like uh, because because
1: you've been you for so long, you don't necessarily realize um, the traits that you've developed, right? And I think for me, um, you know, I have. Uh, my entire life I think always been told I was a leader and um and I think that's where it starts, right? At a super young age where you just kinda have some of these natural abilities. And I think in some situations, like in essence from my family, it's constantly singing, right? Um, and so you you know, it, it you know, it just manifests later in life as um just what I guess now you would describe as an am a female. Right. Um, you know, it out as like, you know, I'm captain of the basketball team and class president and, yeah. you know, on and running every club in my school and, you know, you're just thinking like, oh, you know, you're just uh, being you, you know, a accomplished student and then it just like snowballs, right? Like, as you go throughout life and, um, then, you
0: know, if something begins to affect your relationship. Okay, so let's go into that. I think we've kind of done a good job of kind of explaining that type of person that we want that we were talk- targeting tonight. Right. Um, now, tell me about this traditional relationship. You know, we talked about traditional relationships. Um, we can even speak about society, right? What that looked like um, for maybe what we looked at as we were growing up. The man kind of went to to work. The woman worked but she may have brought home majority of the money um, and she took care of the children and those things both worked together to to create a successful um, life uh, I'm not saying that again single parents I was proud of a single parent same thing I had an alpha alpha mom you know so I definitely can relate to something like this and seeing how strong-minded she was because she had to but talk from a uh, traditional background and being a leader and alpha woman. What does that look like uh, for you, MJ? Um, I mean, I guess it just, I
1: mean, it's, it, to your point, like it starts from your environment, right? Like, you know, you were raised by a female mother, right? And so, you know, your parents instill these values into you, right, Regardless of, you know, whether you want to be that or not, right? And so, uh, um, me and my dad, of course, are super close, right? And, um, and he has, like a profound effect on my life. And so, um, you know, it, it I was from, like, certain things of, like staying out in the development of like who I am now. Like, you know, he, was, he would drop me off at school every day and tell me I was smart and I was you know, I was beautiful, and I was special, and, it's like, it's, it, you know, every day, right, for year, and so all these things just, like, in you, and so, um, you just use the fuel to, uh, to be the best person that you can be, right, and that's all you really know, and, um, and I think where this dynamic shift, you know, I mean, I have my mother, right, who is strong in her own life, but it's more of like a quiet stress, right? And um she always has my dad in the position of leaving right? Like she's never going to go against his um, thoughts, ideas, decisions for the family as a whole. And so um not then when I was growing up and not now that like me and my brother are at her house. So um I think just watching those to, um, like, work together, I think it definitely had a profound effect on me in the sense of really understanding a true partnership and seeing, like, how um, an effective partnership can work, but somehow in the process, I think he probably fed into me more um, to a certain degree than she did um, from a mental standpoint, and I think that's partly why I've probably taken on more
0: of the truth. Okay, so go into that. So now we're going to talk about some challenges. Um, you know, okay. I think we all hear this all the time. We're you know trying to find that one or a partner, thing like that, things like that. And I hear from some some of my friends and relationships I've been a part of before, um, women with a certain level of strength or control or alpha personality looking at challenges, right? You know, do you, why do you feel like, you know, you mentioned it earlier, you said that you want someone like your dad, which I believe a lot of women, a lot of people want either the opposite sex, want that other opposite sex um, as, as a partner in some of those characters' traits. Maybe not all of the, maybe the negative ones, but the positive ones. So, I think we all, like, kind of look for those things as we become adults. Um, So, what are some of the challenges you say, you said you you find in dating men who are alpha males? Um, I think a lot of it um, is, at least for
1: me, right? Um, So, I think so me and my dad, we have a great relationship. But to this day, he's the only male that can really kind of, like, shut me up or it has, right? Um, if I get to going and I'm, like, talking and we're having a discussion and, you know, it just gets out of hand. Like, he kind of has this way about kind of shutting it down kind of thing. And so, um, so I think th- those are the moments when I feel like I kind of would be, like, agitated right by that even though it probably needed to happen um and so I think initially when I would have struggled in relationships with alpha males it was in those moments where like they reminded me of moments when like my dad kind of got on me if that makes sense right I think that would be like the initial part of it um and then I think from there it just um you
0: know, I don't know I think it, it, um, what do, what do you think as some as of those as other as challenges as are as though our uh, you know because there are a lot of a lot of women who don't have their you know they didn't grow up with their fathers and they're alpha females because there's their their moms you know uh really push that. for them to be you know uh, be very independent and you know have those characteristics um so that they would have some of those it wouldn't have to depend on any anything right? So, you have friends, you have other friends who are you all gel together and would consider yourself as alpha females. What are some other challenges that they say that they, they have? Um, I would
1: say a lot of it is I really boils down to, it sounds super petty, but like, just when a man, I gotta, when I listen to some of my friends, and I don't think I'm this extreme right, because I think I do have a level of balance um, with the dynamic of my family, but like, for women who were raised by strong single mothers, I think it's just pure act of, like, a man trying to um, give them advice on something that they should do better, right? Um, or maybe something they're struggling with and they complain to their partner. And then the partner offers, it's, they're really just offering advice but I think alpha females internalize it as they're trying to control them or they're trying to tell them what to do. Um, and I think that's where initially goes less. Because in any conversation that I have with my alpha, alpha female friends, that's usually where it goes left nine times out of ten. When a man is simply really just trying to help them, but because they're just so aggressive by nature, it's
0: like they hear it in a different way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Casey, what are some challenges that you've seen? Um, maybe if you've dealt with an alpha female in the past. Um,
2: what is What are some challenges? Um, I, I definitely have dealt with some alpha females. Uh, and, you know, so for me, I, I grew up in a in a house with a lot of uh, aunts, uncles, um My grandmother was an alpha female. And, you know, so for me, a couple of things that I don't I don't like and I don't respond well to. So, for instance, if someone starts yelling like I completely shut down, which is actually the opposite behavior. And it actually serves to fuel somebody else. So, you know, I was in a relationship with someone and that person they when they got excited they began to talk loud they may not have even been upset but they began to talk loud and i would shut down and this person would talk louder and louder to try to get me to respond and so we it created this dynamic where every time this person started yelling i basically tuned them out and it was a relationship that was that was doomed because we couldn't figure out how to communicate um, with each other in our own way, um, you know, listening is is something that I, that I do a lot more now than I did when I was in my twenties, mm-hmm. which I think is invaluable because it, it you cannot you should you should listen to not only what people say but what what they don't say and how they say it because I think it makes a big difference when someone is trying to communicate some something to you how they say it. Mm-hmm. So MJ talked a lot about, talk, talked a little bit about if someone is trying to give you advice and how that can be received. Right. You know, I, I try not to give people advice, um, but when someone asks for it and I give it to them, I really pay attention to how they receive it. Because if they get all caught up in their feelings and, and get an attitude, then guess what? I'm probably not going to do that again, give you advice. And so, it's it's.
0: Can I add something to that? Yeah. So um I think that I'm around a, uh, a lot of alpha males and. Um, and from my experiences, from my personal experiences and other people I've spoken to, uh, I think the healthy thing to do when we talk about relationships, just in general, people always talk about the most important thing is because we talked about finances, right? Right. We had a conversation, about uh, we had a podcast about finances. Um, But we also had a a conversation about, we have finances about even in a relationship piece, we talk about marriage, which goes to the series. But we also talked about is communication, right? Um, I feel personally feel like if two people care about one another and you honestly feel like the person is, Generally, they're genuinely there to um, get to know you, love you, uh, try to make this work. You both you both have to be at a place to understand that first. The second part of that is you also have to get to the point in your life in mature in maturity of understanding how to receive information. Should somebody be yelling and things of that nature know, but that's the thing that's a part of getting to know the other person, right. understand what makes them tick and stuff like that. And then even with that woman, like I'm sure if you knew those things, there were probably other things that went on with that. Right. But if you would are would would have had a conversation with her about that, I don't know what other stuff happened, but right. you know maybe she would have taken that. And I think the 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 bad rap that alpha folks get, period, man or woman, is we don't know how to listen. Right? right. Right. We don't know how to take advice. We don't know how to receive certain things. And I think that that's a part of it as well is a communication between those two. Now I'm kind of going into solutions. I'm not sure if I'm kind of nailing that on the head, uh, MJ, when we're talking about solutions. But when we had those challenges and we're talking about you know communication, what right. uh, uh, Casey talked about. You talked about communication too, because you said one of the biggest things that uh, your friends talk about is the fact that giving advice, like maybe not taking it as advice, or maybe somebody learning how to communicate with them and not advice, and having a discussion about it so that both of you all can work together. Yeah. But I think a part of that is with everybody, people don't really think they if if I feel like I'm getting advice from somebody usually the only person I feel like I can get advice from is somebody that like, why are you giving me advice? Right. Like if I look at potential with somebody and I know you have my best interests at heart, right. My best interests at heart. You like me, you care about me and you're telling me something about myself in a constructive manner. And I, and I respect you. Why won't I take that advice? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it has to be bigger than just uh-huh. that. Like if you know somebody cares about you, if your sister comes to you and talks to you a certain way and say, hey, you know, you know, I love you and I care about you. But sometimes X, Y and Z. And I know it's hard to kind of like really receive. But. Ah, you know, like that's a conversation that we all kind of have have to have. And I don't really think it has to be an alpha conversation, it, you know,
2: it, it doesn't. I, I actually read a book called uh, Love Languages and and it it tells you what different love languages are. I think there are like six love languages and you actually get to identify, yeah, and you get to identify which one you are and which languages most resonate with you. Mm -hmm. And so some people like to hear constant affirmations and things like Mm -hmm. that. And other people, they like to see, if you love me, then you should be doing certain things. Mm -hmm. Or other people like, if you love me, you should be saying certain things. And knowing kind of what your love language is and what the person you're in a relationship is, what their love language is, how they express love is important because sometimes the way that a person expresses their concern, or their love, you might think, oh, this person is not taking me seriously. Mm -hmm. They're demeaning me. They they are not listening when really that's how they express love for somebody or affection or concern.
0: But as to your point, that's what I was saying, though, right, it has to be it has to be some point in that communication. You, if, if that's, if that's what you believe, right. If that's what you believe, you have to understand that first, right. When, before you get into that, Hey, I'm trying to advise somebody something. Hey, I'm trying to have that discussion with somebody. You have to first realize, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just kind of saying this, right. I, mean, I don't know if you disagree or disagree uh, or disagree, but you have to understand what type of person you are first. Right. So when you're having this conversation with another alpha person or whatever the case may be, then they can kind of understand where you're coming from. Right. Um. Wh- yeah. So we're talking about solutions uh, to what I was saying earlier. And so, what do those solutions kind of look like with that? Um, you know, we're talking about communication one another and people who have these type of personalities
1: not till I completely switch topics but um communication is the solution in reality to everything right like clear communication that is right um and clarity in communication and so um you know I know Casey mentioned earlier about about love languages um which I like to think I'm an expert in um but like really some people even understanding bad about each other I think could solve a ton of problems and not just alpha male and female relationships but in all relationships Um, because there's so much truth in the five love languages in just who the person is and how
0: they best um, are loved um, and feel valued in a relationship and so um, I think it really does and at the start with that When when we're talking about resolution, okay, you want to? You want to? They just
2: gotta, each party though has to buy into it, though, because some
1: Uh, for sure, because some people that's the challenge, right? That's the ultimate struggle. Because the problem I think, right? And when I say I think I'm an expert on the five level languages, for when I understand all five, like, going through. Um, I've read the book, I'm looking backwards, taking the test. I think the test probably works every five years just to see if my love languages alter it all. But I think a big part of it is society because, you know, what happens more times than not um, are that people, once they realize what their love language is, they subconsciously project their love language on their partner instead of really understanding what their partner's love language is and making the extra effort to being their love language, they just project their own onto their partner, which creates uh, what is problematic in general, um, because it's an effort you're, you know, you're kind of using your love language to control, um, your aspect of the relationship. So I think that is, um, one of the biggest issues is about back communication
0: now. Yeah, because I would say this, like even the the, the things that we talked about with how alpha how men and women are, and with the dominance controlling all that other stuff. Like a lot of those things, I think are looked at as negative, and I think that they are negative. But I think what comes out of it is kind of to what you said. You said you know, I've been told this and I've been doing this and, you know, other people have been saying I'm great and this that, and the third. And um, those are those are definitely things that I feel like people who have those characteristics. I'm not saying that people who aren't alpha people don't have those, but a lot of them, those stereotypical uh, things are what people say and could also be looked at as very negative. And I think that once you understand who you are, you get to the place in your life when you're mature, you can say to yourself, you know what? I am a little dominating. And I think once you are trying to be in a relationship with somebody, the the great thing about that is, hey, I'm a dominant person. How do I tone this down?
2: Right.
0: How do I now tone this down and not take over? Because I was saying, to my even my experience earlier, when I was at my job, I was very offended. I was immature. Too. I mean, I was younger. So I was like, what are you talking about? Tone it down. But actually, when I even in that job as I start it actually helped me so much with how I operate with other people because it made me realize I am I had this personality how do I tone that down how, how do I not dominate the, you know still get my voice across listen to other people um, how do I then uh, communicate with other people right. um, kind of why could she say still be yourself but just be more considerate and, and aware. I think that's the word I'm looking for. More aware of these things. Right. They're definitely positives to them because you do need somebody to take the lead and the charge at times, but how do you allow other people to, make those, to, to take the lead and the charge
2: too while you're in the room? Right. And I think that awareness is really important because it's also important to be aware when people get in vulnerable positions. Right. Because different people, whether they're alpha or dominant or or not act very differently when they're in a vulnerable position. And so when that partner can recognize it and then handle it accordingly, that also shows a certain amount of, uh, insight and, mm-hmm. and care. Mm-hmm. Um, cause some people, you know, they may realize you're vulnerable and they use it to, to their advantage. Right. And that's only going to make things worse. Yeah.
0: And like to what you were saying earlier, um, MJ, like, you know, with some of your friends that you may have conversation around, like the advice thing, you know, I would just say, like, if I'm giving advice, so I'm having a conversation with somebody like that, then I would say, you know what, they need to both understand each other. Right. And that was to my point. If I know that you're coming from a good place and we're having dinner or we're just having we're having a, a really good conversation about something and we're trying to really talk to one another about it. Then I definitely will know if I know that person's coming from a good place. It doesn't come off as, as advice; it just comes out that you're trying to make me a better person, you know, um, and and give the person grace with trying to learn how to do that as well. So I don't know if those those women that you're speaking about. I don't know if you have just. I think
2: it's I think it's okay that if you don't want the advice at that moment in time, to say, you know what, I'm just telling you about this situation. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to have to solve it. I don't want your advice right now. I just want you to to listen so that I can unload this. Because I think being honest about the fact that you might not be in that space to accept it. I agree. Is also But that's what I was but that's what
0: I was saying about receiving. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two folds of that. Like you have to make sure that the person is like, and I had, you know, MJ, I would say this: like, if you're not in a place to receive it, no matter how they say it you're still not going to receive it. Right. You know, because you could be working all day. Sure. You could be working all day because you, you know, you have this demanding job or whatever the case may be. And then you come home and they, all you want to just do is just breathe. Right. Right. And then you have somebody who loves you or cares about you. Right. And then they still also have some loving advice to give you.
1: Right. But <laughs> the,
0: the love is not shown because neither one of you are ready to receive it. And I think that's the part of what we talked about earlier the communication right. that's failing in this solution piece. You have anything you want to tie out with this? MJ? No,
1: I think you're, you're making very solid points. Um, you know, and I think yeah, I mean, it's it, all goes back to life, really just understanding your partner in general, right? Some people, and, and how people deal with stress, I think that's the other thing too, right? Because we know like, our issues generally stem from either how someone comes off, right, and how they say something, right, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, right, we all know that, Um, but then, you know, depending upon what someone's going through um, in the relationship that particular time, whether it's work trips them out, whether it's, you know, family, it could be a number of factors, and um, I just think sometimes people don't always deal with their stress in the healthiest of ways, right? They take it out on their partner before um, they shut down, right? Um, and so I think that um, also breaks um, like down the lines of communication also. And I think that people um, can do a better job of really understanding each other, um, especially in stressful times. um mm.
0: that can be at the start of um, another resolution. I want to, I think we talked a lot about solutions here, right? And I have one more thing that I want to kind of conclude with before we actually uh, end this episode. But, um, you know, I find that maybe even for myself, you know, at times, and I think that's why I think receiving it, knowing the person's heart, knowing that this person is really out, you know, really on your side. Right. I think that's important. Uh, when you're having a, like any type of relationship, friendship, um, you know, I can have a conversation with Casey, but because I know he has a certain type of, you know, love for me, even if it's feedback, you know, I'm going to take it a certain way. You know, that, that could be with a, you know, a, um, in a romantic relationship with somebody, what I've found that you have to be in a place to receive and understand that because what I found that normally people who are, have that character trait, they can dish it, but they cannot take it.
1: Yeah. No, that's
0: definitely yeah true. Alpha people can dish it, but it's hard for them to receive the feedback. And so I just want to leave with that because I think that's so important when we're talking about knowing the other person. Right. Really saying, hey, if I've if I'm saying I'm going to commit a committed relationship with you, hopefully you've done your homework. And actually done the homework and understand it, and you're turning it in to in the sense of, hey, I understand who you are. I know you're not coming from a bad place, you know, and ask, like you mentioned earlier, Casey, are you the place to receive it? Because it's okay not to right. receive it. I mean, you may have had a bad day, you don't want to hear that, <laughs> you know. But sometimes it's 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 you have to have the conversation. But I think this having knowing that up front, because we've had other episodes and we're talking about um, relationships in the sense of um, really making sure that that communications is key but um how we move forward with that okay so we'll leave that to our uh as is for our, our, our listeners and um I definitely want to um thank you MJ do you want to say anything before we head out uh, I mean I think you
1: know I think we've covered it all I mean,
0: I think we we gave the listeners um, quite um, a set of resolutions that can take back on a flat in their relationship. Okay, alright. So, um, our listeners again, thank you again men and women. Please know that we love you. Work with us, be with us. Know we're coming from the heart. This is the Brother to Brother Show.